0: Florida-Tennessee coming up Saturday. And a guy who is always kind enough to visit with us is my friend Vince Ferrara. Vince works at the Sports Animal up in Knoxville. And uh, we hope to be getting him on here shortly um, as he'll give us the perspective from where Tennessee sits for this game. Uh, Always a pleasure to have... Vince, come on and do that, and he is about to do that right now. So let's bring Vince in to our program and talk a little Tennessee stuff. Vince, my friend, thank you for doing this. Appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, Steve. Always good to talk to you.
0: Uh, Let's talk about this game, Vince, in, in terms of what you think the importance of it is to Tennessee, to the fan base, you know, not having won a conference game since 2016, it's maybe lost its national luster. But in your view, is this still an important game to Tennessee?
1: No question. I think there's two directions that importance can uh, can really describe this game. One is with the fan base. It all it doesn't matter what people think about it nationally. If not as many people are talking about it, it is still. The most important game on the schedule for Tennessee fans. Period. I know the older demographic, as we talked about before, they they look at Alabama as Tennessee's top rival, but it's still Florida. The venom is still there. They're still eating uh, gator meat this week <laughs> like no other. Steve, I, I had lunch earlier this week at a at a seafood market down the road from our station called the shrimp dot and i was in there for about 10 15 minutes and the phone was ringing non-stop with people putting in orders and asking about gator meat wow and and they said that they expected at their location to sell 500 to a thousand pounds of gator meat just this week just at that location and among their three locations in the area they're, they are are sure they're going to sell two thousand pounds of it wow it's and it doesn't it's not a normal thing, so that's that's what it means is people, whether they like it or not, are eating gator meat this week um, so that's the fan portion of it as far as the team, I think this is the difference between them going to a bowl game and not going to a bowl game. Now, I really do. I, a lot of fans thought that going into the year that the West Virginia game was their biggest game, which to me is very unusual and doesn't make sense because the opener when they beat Georgia Tech last year, that had no, uh, assistance to the rest of the season. Why would the West Virginia game win or loss against a really good team? Before the Florida game to me is the one because they could, there, there's possibilities late in their SEC schedule to get a couple of SEC road wins. They'll have three non-conference wins with easy games. So they're going to need to get three conference games. They end with Missouri, Vanderbilt, uh, and uh, in Kentucky. And so you think maybe you can get two of the three there. But if they don't beat Florida, they have to win all three after going through their gauntlet. So that that's unlikely. I think this is the difference between going to a bowl game and not going to a bowl game.
0: Vince, personnel-wise, uh, for Tennessee, how would you rate their talent right now?
1: I would. It's an interesting question, and there's a variety of ways to spin it. When you look at the four and five-star talent about 62% of the roster is either a four or a five star. They've got top six talent according to what kids were rated coming out of high school. People don't view Tennessee's roster that way because it wasn't developed by Butch Jones and his staff. The team hasn't won games. And there's a bunch of guys that haven't stayed healthy as well. Also, in those, in those classes that were higher rated, Butch Jones had a lot of guys leave early. So, but even the guys that are still here, they've got a nice chunk that's, uh, if you take the highest rating from recruiting services, they've got a bunch of that kind of talent, but it's been, it has and been developed. Here's the thing. If it's the right talent with higher star rating and can be developed by Jeremy Pruitt and the staff, I think is an upgrade from what they had then you can then you can improve and you will improve and you will go bowling but if you have the wrong guys whether it's guys that don't want it bad enough guys that just don't have the toughness to prove it in the staff want from a player uh, or a mindset or they don't fit the scheme and, or, and, or the measurables of what Pruitt and his staff have. If they have the wrong guys with higher ratings, then you can't win at a higher clip than you did last year. And you're going to have to turn the roster over and go through some more going, growing pains this year. That's what's the unknown right now. How many guys are, are Butch guys that can be converted to Pruitt guys? And how many guys are ones that are just Butch guys that, You you need to wait to turn over and get Pruitt-type of players in here uh, moving forward.
0: Vince, if Tennessee beats Florida, what's got to go right for the balls?
1: Well, they have to play clean because they don't have a big margin of error. In their first two games, they didn't turn the ball over one time, and they were first in the SEC, I think tied to Florida, with fewest penalty yards per game. But then in the UTEP game, they moved the ball a lot better offensively, but then they had costly errors, a fumble inside the one-yard line. They had a cut block penalty that brought back a touchdown where they ended up having to settle for a field goal. They had, they had a muffed punt. They they just didn't play a clean game like they did their first two. I think they got to play clean against Florida. They need Jerry Garantano to continue to show the poise and toughness and decision making that he's shown at quarterback because he hasn't turned the ball over. He hasn't thrown very many balls into coverages. He hasn't been reckless of the football and he's been really good against the blitz. He, I think pro football focus said he's either number one or among the best at completion percentage against pressure via the blitz. Uh, it's not a huge sample size, but it's there. Uh, so I think all of those things have, have shown his progression and taking that next step. And I, I think the other thing is the, is Tennessee cannot get mismatched at the line of scrimmage. And when these two teams who say on the offensive line, both of them are, are flawed and inconsistent. Both of them have, uh, a potential first round draft pick at left tackle. And then they're pretty iffy at all the other positions and inconsistent. If Tennessee can at least be in a stalemate at the line of scrimmage and, uh, and not get manhandled there, I think they got pretty good skill players that match up with Florida. And in terms of numbers of bodies, I think they might have more depth. Now, what's the quality? We'll see. But I think they have more bodies that they're they have played and would be willing to, to move forward with. So those would be the three things I would I would point to. Being clean, uh Garantano continue his his excellent play and then just at least break even if not have the advantage uh on the line of scrimmage.
0: No, you have to go. I'll leave you with this question. Um Florida has been decimated by injuries, inexperience in the secondary. Tennessee's secondary is inexperienced. Now, we know how good Will Greer is, how good West Virginia's offense is. Is that an area of concern?
1: You know what? I I think it's still, week to week, it's, it's going to get better. It needs to get better. Um, you know, they've got a couple of experienced guys there. I know they've started three freshmen at different times this year. Bryce Thompson at, at corner. Alante Taylor started the first game at corner. And then Trayvon Flowers at a safety spot. But Mike Abernathy's a senior. He starts basically at their, at their nickel corner that they call the star. And then Nigel Warrior is a junior that starts at the other safety spot. So they do have some experience with youth. And they've rolled in a bunch of other guys as well. Uh, Todd Kelly Jr. has been the only guy that hasn't played that's, that's experienced that could come back this week um, it, it, the, to help them out a little bit. But um, I, I would say it, if, say, Nigel Warrior too often is caught in single uh, having to cover uh, and he's not playing or in the box as much and he's doing a lot of one-on-one covering, I think that would be a concern for me because he's not as good in that area. He's the son of former Tennessee great Dale Carter uh, and Nigel Warrior's best. When he's around the line of scrimmage and he can be a heat missile to the football, um, that would be my my biggest concern. Tennessee really hasn't been challenged since the West Virginia game by any wide receivers uh, in any sort of passing game. The West Virginia game was elite and pretty much nothing since. So we'll see. Uh, they, I think they have pretty good ball skills with their, uh, with their DBs. We'll see what kind of uh, uh, opportunities they might get against Felipe Franks. But it's definitely an unknown for sure with the rest of the group.
0: My friend, tell me or tell our listeners how they can uh, see your work.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, on Twitter, at Vince Sports, V-I-N-C-E Sports. And then you can go to our website, which is sportsradio, dot com. I have a blog. I have an opponent preview. I'll have an interview with this really interesting, Insightful uh, reporter and broadcaster <laughs> that works in Gainesville. I'll have an interview. I, I caught up with him, uh, and we'll have that up on the website as well. Some guy named Steve Russell. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, check that out. And we'll uh, and we appreciate everybody. Uh, uh, you know, finding it, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys the game.
0: All right, Vince. Oh, you know uh, how much I appreciate you doing this, my friend. Thanks a lot.
1: You're the best. Thanks,
0: Steve. Yep, same here, Vince. Uh, one of the great things about doing this is relationships you form with you know other guys who do what and you you can't ask for a better dude than Vince Farrar 1227 time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry where the answer is always yes we'll open up the phones emails talk sports with us here on sports